Welcome to Crop Watch Podcast, a production of Nebraska Extension. Well, good afternoon. This is Eric Hunt, and welcome to another edition of the Weekly Weather Update and Outlook of the UNL Crop Watch Podcast. Let's start off by taking a look at uh, conditions across the state. Looking at satellite imagery, skies are clear right now from Harrison to Falls City and from Scottsbluff to Omaha. Temperatures right now at 2 o'clock central, 1 o'clock mountain, range from mid-70s across portions of the Panhandle to the upper 80s and low 90s across south-central and southwestern Nebraska. Warmest spot in the state at uh, 2 o'clock central was Wood River with 91 degrees Fahrenheit. Temperatures are mostly in the mid-80s across eastern Nebraska, including 86 degrees here on east campus, where I am. And temperatures across northeastern Nebraska are in the upper 70s to low 80s, but temperatures right around upper 70s to low 80s across north-central portions of the state as well. So moving ahead and taking a look at the outlook for the next week, the next several days will be above average almost everywhere in the state, and temperatures will be near record warmth uh, tomorrow through Monday in central and eastern Nebraska. Across western Nebraska, it looks to me like temperatures should just be seasonally warm, not necessarily in record territory. Uh, again, so out there, I would look for temperatures to be mostly upper 70s to the mid 80s, uh, probably close to the mid 80s, uh, particularly in places like Scotts Bluff, uh, where you're a little bit lower elevation. Uh, again, but not quite record territory, but certainly warm for end of September, first part of October. Uh, in eastern Nebraska, or certain in central and eastern Nebraska, I would expect temperatures at least the next couple of days to probably exceed 90 for a lot of the I-80 corridor and likely maybe be in the upper 80s, about 90 across portions of northeastern Nebraska. Uh, Again, these uh, temperatures are going to be very close to record levels. It would not shock me if we do not exceed uh, 94, 95 in Lincoln tomorrow, which I I believe would be a record for the date here. Omaha probably be just slightly cooler, but again, I am expecting temperatures to exceed 90 uh, in Omaha tomorrow and on Saturday, uh, although I think Omaha will fall short of 95. And again, these temperatures will be, um, will be again, probably at 90, uh, probably up in the Norfolk, Wayne, uh, maybe even getting up into the uh, Fordyce area. So, yeah, again, very, very warm conditions for this time of year. So in addition to it being very warm, we're also going to have uh, conditions that are right for uh, high fire danger. Um so the conditions for that are such that we're going to have a relatively strong breeze in the south-southeast, uh, very warm temperatures, and somewhat lower relative humidities. Now, again, I don't think we're go- with the winds being from the south-southeast, dew points will probably be more like in the 50s, about 60. Uh, I don't think we're looking at dew points well down to the 30s. So, I mean, that vapor pressure deficit uh, will be... Uh, a bit less acute than maybe say it was at times last year in October when or in September when we were very, very warm. Uh, again, but we also have a large portion of eastern and uh, central Nebraska where we have, uh, you know, extreme drought conditions or exceptional drought conditions in some cases. And there is also a very large portion of east central and, and southeastern Nebraska where we really have not had much precipitation last month. Uh, so we not only don't have the deeper soil moisture, we also don't have much top soil moisture. Uh, which means the vegetation um, is starting to get fairly stressed in some places. Again, crops are maturing, crops are being harvested. And in the last decade or so, when we've had extreme drought during harvest time, we have had a couple of incidents where we've had combines catch fire. 
again, you, no one wants that to happen in general, but uh, that risk would be compounded the next few days with the uh, higher wind speeds and dry, uh, higher fuel loads with the senesce vegetation and stress vegetation. Uh, so that risk of that uh, fires like that spreading to other fields or that might uh, damage other outbuildings and other infrastructure uh, certainly is at a higher risk in the next 48 to 72 hours than it has been for most of this fall. Uh, so again, just please be very, very careful um, with um, machinery and with any control burns uh, or any camping that you're doing the next couple of days. Again, I would strongly recommend against any control burns in the next uh, three or four days, late till early next week when we get into uh, a cooler weather pattern. Uh, again, we just really don't want to see the wildfires. We've uh, had a better fall this this year than we had last year. Uh, last year was probably the worst conditions uh, for wildfires we'd had in eastern Nebraska in a long, long time. Uh, and there is that concern in uh, a lot of the eastern portion of the state. Uh, Central Nebraska is going to be very warm. That risk for wildfires probably is slightly less just given that uh, we have had a lot more precipitation in some places in the last uh, week. And soil moisture conditions are somewhat better. So it's likely that uh, the grasses and such are probably in better shape and would be less susceptible to a significant spread. Uh, as we head into next week, we'll be seeing a slow-moving trough entering the western U.S. this weekend. And what's likely going to happen is that upper-level lows will be more or less cut off for the main circulation. Uh, so the polar jet is well to the north of us in Canada, so it's well north for this time of year. And it's one of the reasons that we're seeing you know, the warmer temperatures that we are. We also have a relatively uh, decent ridge that's kind of placed here over the, over the uh, eastern U.S. is pumping uh, warm southerly air up in our area. And um, yeah, again, just uh, going to be very warm. But as that low starts to slowly meander its way toward the east uh, into early next week, this is going to bring chances of precipitation to our area. Uh, again, so we should be tapping some decent moisture from the Gulf, and this uh, slow area would be moving into the western this, I'm sorry, the slow area of, of low pressure will be moving into our state as we head into Tuesday. So I would expect there will be chances of precipitation in parts of the panhandle of southwestern Nebraska on Monday night into Tuesday. Uh, again, the chances of precipitation there are um, a little bit more marginal. They are, say, North Platte and East. Uh, but I do believe that someplace the panhandle should pick up a little bit of precipitation uh, early next week. Uh, although, ironically enough, that's one portion of the state that um, doesn't need the rain uh, nearly as much. And with uh, winter wheat planting in full swing, uh, a few extra dry days won't hurt, any, won't hurt anything out there. It'd be good to get the wheat into the ground um, by the first week of October, if possible. Uh, again, but for central Nebraska and portions of north central northeastern Nebraska, this is actually a relatively favorable setup uh, due to the slow uh, nature of this for um and uh, moisture convergence, or at least the way moisture convergence looks at the moment, for um, uh, pretty good precipitation. So some of the, place, some of the same places, uh, Holdridge, Kearney, uh, Grand Island, Hastings, that saw an inch or inch and a half of rain, or a lot of cases it was good, but more than that last week, uh, are also kind of maybe in line for another inch, two inches of rain um, Tuesday, maybe into Wednesday morning. Uh, the eastern side of the state, again, I think precipitation uh, looks to be relatively widespread at this point. Again, the GFS and European models have been fairly bullish for a couple of days with um, uh, with good moisture uh, coming up from the sky. Uh, but amounts are slightly more meager than they are in central Nebraska. So I think we're probably looking at rainfall amounts uh, more on the order of a third of an inch, two thirds of an inch, uh, say from um, York, Lincoln, 
Beatrice, Fall City, Blair. Um, you know, again, some pockets might pick up an isolated inch, uh, but I do believe everybody should pick up um, at least some reasonably good moisture, uh, enough to kind of uh, reduce the wildfire risk and hopefully put just a little bit of topsoil moisture in the ground. Um, might knock everybody out of the field for a day or two, uh, but again, harvest seems to be progressing relatively nicely across the state right now, and I think right now we also just need the moisture as bad as we do a really expedient harvest. So hopefully this next system produces some good moisture. And then there are hints in the models that uh, we will have some very amplified flow across the Northern Hemisphere by the latter portion of next week. And as part of that highly amplified flow, there looks to be increasing signal that we're going to have a relatively sharp trough moving into the North Central U.S. by the latter part of next week. So if this verifies, temperatures next Friday and Saturday are not only going to be not in the 80s, they will probably be more like in the 50s uh, for most of the state, particularly in central and eastern Nebraska. Western Nebraska might be slightly warmer during the day, but would be uh, probably relatively cool at night. Uh, again, so we haven't really seen a really sharp cold front uh, come through the state like this yet this year. Uh, best we've done so far is to have a couple of nights with lows um, in the 40s and highs in the 70s, maybe upper 60s in a couple of spots. But again, that's not unusual historically uh, across the state for the latter portions of September. Uh, so again, we're kind of due for a cold snap, and this looks like the first decent one that we might be getting. Uh, and as we head into next week, I think we'll have to start paying attention to uh, is that risk for frost or light freeze across uh, particularly uh, north-central and northwestern Nebraska, maybe even northeastern Nebraska as well. Uh, but I you know, again, that's getting a little bit too far out there to pinpoint anything. Um, we have had very essentially zero risk for frost or freezes across the state this year. And to my knowledge, no one except for maybe a couple isolated places have even come close to hitting the freezing mark so far this month. Uh, but again, but I do think that's going to change as we head into later next week. Um, but again, this is not a guarantee. The CPC right now is still at the moment favoring above average temperatures for uh, the 8 to 14 day period, which would be October 5th through 11th. Uh, again, I, I don't think they've been picking up on this uh, signal. Uh, what in the, was in the models right now was uh, not just a one or two day cold cool down. It's probably at least a three or four day stretch. We would be uh, probably at least 10 to maybe 15 degrees below uh, seasonal norms. Uh, probably bouncing back after that. Uh, but if the uh, forecasts in the ECMWF and the GFS were to uh, verify then the CPC's uh, 8 to 14 day forecast uh, will not verify for our area. But regardless, uh, I do anticipate that the uh, near record temperatures in central and eastern Nebraska will be over after Monday. And it does look at this point like Sunday and Monday uh, will be just slightly cooler than Friday and Saturday. Uh, again, but the uh, calendar is going to say October and it's going to feel more like August. <laughs> So taking a look at uh, more of an, uh, the update aspect of this podcast. So uh, as I mentioned last Thursday, it looked like a good portion of state would see some precipitation. That mostly came true. The, you know, some places were winter, some places were not. Precipitation was quite robust across uh, a lot of south central, southwestern, and, and northeastern portion of the state, or really the whole kind of northern, uh, I would say, third of the state once you got east of about uh, – um, you know, certainly Shatter and probably a little bit east of maybe Rush Springs. Uh, those places really just uh, did uh, quite well with um, with rain, with one and a half to three inches being fairly common. 
And this precipitation was adequate enough to warrant improvements on the U.S. drought monitor across um, a lot of the, the southern portion of the state. So from a cook over to about Hastings. Uh, so kind of that whole um, Highway 34, Highway 6 corridor in that, you know, in that part of the state really uh, saw some you know, decent improvements on the drought monitor. And the good news is we actually have about 55 percent of the state that is free of drought. Again, we still have 45 percent of the state that is in drought and, you know, more than 10 percent of the state is currently in extreme or exceptional drought, which is not what we want to see um, ending the growing season. Uh, but that 55 percent drought free status, that's the highest percentage of state out of drought since August of 2021, uh, August 10th of 2021, to be precise. Uh, but again, the big winners last week were uh, Lynch up in north central Nebraska with uh, 3.69 inches of rain and Carney with 4.06 inches of rain. Um, again, so those are Lynch. Uh, the precipitation there wasn't uh, quite as neat as it was in Carney. So Carney, it was a very, very good rain. It's probably the biggest rain uh, that they've had in quite some time. Um, but again, this precipitation was a lot more spotty in the panhandle and across far southwestern Nebraska. In some places, uh, didn't really pick up any precipitation uh, whatsoever in the last seven days. Uh, but again, the panhandle is one part of the state that uh, can sort of afford uh, a little drier period. Again, this is a uh, drier you know, window is helping uh, uh, with weed har- or with, sorry, with wheat planting, not wheat harvest. Um, some other things are probably being harvested there, but it's really not, not the winter wheat that's being planted. Uh, further east, though, in, in east, central, southeastern Nebraska, we are having harvest go on. Uh, we did see some precipitation last Thursday night. So a lot of places picked up about a quarter to a third of an inch, maybe four-tenths of an inch once we got uh, east of Highway 81. Uh, again, it was a nice rain, uh, but again, it wasn't uh, a really significant rain and more would have been nice. And I would just kind of say that the I-80 corridor from York and Geneva kind of over to about Lincoln, so certainly the western half of Lancaster County, it's going to be what I call sneaky dry this month. I'm saying sneaky because we have had some precipitation frequency this month. Our frequency has not been great, but we probably have had precipitation on five or six days, maybe seven days this month. But we have had it. It's been very light. It's been, uh, you know, not really making it a big dent. Well, it's really not making a dent in the, um, you know, long-term precipitation deficits. But it's not really doing much to help out the uh, top so moisture. Uh, out either and it certainly hasn't really been keeping anybody out of the field for any extended period of time uh so again here in lincoln we actually looking at our 12th driest september on record and i would suspect that uh we probably are a top 10 dry september in portions of seward and york and uh selena fillmore counties where some places have had less than half an inch this month and again that's a you know reason i'm really kind of concerned about the fire danger risk uh going forward uh, this weekend is that we have just been that dry in that uh, that area. And when all is said and done in 2023, I think we're going to look back, um, well, probably look back at a lot of things with regard to climate uh, in the state and globally. Uh, but just focus on Nebraska. I think we're going to go take a look back at just the relative extreme precipitation that have existed and to some degree are persisting across the state this year. So, for example, what I would kind of call the prime irrigated territory of Nebraska. So, you know, Kearney, or certainly Grand Island over to about Seward and south down toward closer to the Kansas border and up into Polk County and that area. And, you know, going probably even a, up into Platt County and north of that. Uh, it's just been a very, very dry year again. So 2023 has probably been uh, certainly the, one of the driest years in the last several decades. Uh, in some cases down um, 
Knuckles County. Again, we probably haven't seen conditions like this since the 1950s. Uh, but let's use Columbus for an example. Uh, the Columbus Airport has only received a little over 12 inches of rain so far this year. And that's uh, close to the lowest uh, uh, year to date through late September. And again, I think you got to see similar conditions. Um, York, Seward, uh, again, just you know, a lot of places have had less than uh, 14, 15 inches of rain in the last, uh, say, 9 to 12 months. Certainly the calendar year is under 15 inches. And I think there are places in East Central and Southeastern Nebraska that probably picked up less than 15 inches for the water year, which is ending on Saturday. So you're uh, ending up on a, starting a new water year Sunday morning, October 1st. Uh, but again, across portions of western Nebraska, and particularly in the Panhandle, it's been very, very wet um, for a lot of this year, starting with uh, some you know high snowfall totals back in January, and then a very wet May and June. It's been kind of continued wet through a lot of the summer. So Scott's Bluff has had more than 20, has had an excess of 20 inches of rain, or I'm sorry, 20, 20 inches of precipitation this year. So not only is that more than a lot of places in eastern Nebraska, which are normally much wetter than Scott's Bluff, it's more than double what Scotts Bluff have in 2022, and it's more than some places on the West Coast. I believe it's still more than Seattle's had this year, for example. Uh, but Scotts Bluff actually has a relatively good chance of having its wettest year on record. So, if, you know, three or four more big storms uh, between now and New Year's Eve uh, might just do the trick. Uh, again, if that happens, I hope it's certainly after wheat gets in the ground and it's nothing um, that causes any major damage. But uh, if you're going to be this wet, Sometimes it's uh you almost it's nice to come maybe have the record to go with it. Or maybe that's just my opinion. With regard to soil moisture and vegetation conditions, uh some good news and bad news report. Uh, so the good news is again, a lot of north central, uh central and east or northeastern Nebraska, south central Nebraska, uh, saw very meaningful moisture last week, late last week, that uh, really helped out soil moisture. Uh so for example, at the Indianola site in Red Willow County. Uh, we saw really good recharge all the way down to 50 centimeters. So my suspicion is there are places that uh, picked up you know, picked up three inches of rain last Thursday night. You probably actually have pretty good moisture down a foot right now, which is good. Um, it certainly isn't uh, a complete end of the drought. We still have we still need to recharge a deeper portion of the profile, but that was a very good step in the right direction. Uh, and we're, as you know, those areas in the state are a lot better shape now than they were a year ago. So again, I think that's uh, something to be celebrated. It's very positive. The bad news, though, is a lot of East Central and Southeastern Nebraska are not only sh short on deep moisture; they're just flat out isn't much of the top por portion of profile either. Uh, and again, the, even the even parts of you know extreme Southeastern Nebraska, like Nemaha and Richardson County, where we have. Um, you know, technically not even a drought or a normal dryness. It has been relatively dry down there the last couple of weeks. So we are definitely starting to see uh, uh, some things starting to dry out there, out, dry out there as well. And this weekend will certainly help um, uh, deplete moisture a bit even more. Uh, I do think that wildfire risk down there is a little bit lower, but uh, certainly will be prevalent uh, down there as well. Uh, so again, I like as, as I mentioned earlier, the if you take a look at Veg Dry, um, actually, if you really want to know where the highest fire danger risk is the next two or three days, just take a look at Veg Dry. Uh, that is where we are probably going to see the highest fire danger risk is where we have the pixels that are most heavily clumped together being in the uh, extreme portion of, of stress. And I do expect a red flag warning to be issued by uh, the National Weather Service offices in the state uh, or that you know, cover the state in the next uh, 24 hours. Uh, so again, just pay very close attention to their guidance. 
I really can't stress enough how crucial this is to be uh, very mindful of the wildfire risk across the state in the next three or four days. And just for a crop condition update, uh, again, so the NASPROC crop progress report on Monday showed the corn was 70% mature. That's about 6% ahead of schedule or ahead of the five-year average. Uh, so again, not at record levels of maturity. And we're certainly not at record levels of, uh, of harvest, which is at 15%. Uh, but we are certainly above average. The condition rate came in at 49% good to excellent and 29% poor to very poor. Uh, again, with that much of the crop at maturity, I don't think condition ratings mean a whole lot. Uh, but I will still mention them. Again, soybean harvest is starting uh, to make some good progress as well at 14%. That is also ahead of schedule. Grain sorghum, those of you who grab sorghum, um, uh, NAS considered your condition ratings to be 63% good to excellent, 11% poor to very poor, and about 45% is mature, and there has been a little bit of progress made with harvest. Uh, again, as I mentioned earlier, we are making good progress of winter wheat planting, about 60% planted. That's nine percentage points ahead of the five-year average. And the good news for the precipitation last weekend, in addition to the improvements on the drought monitor, is that we definitely saw some improvements to our pasture conditions across the state. So I'd mentioned the previous four or five weeks, I've kind of been moaning the fact that our pasture ratings have been going uh, the wrong way in consecutive weeks. Uh, we put a stop to that this week with the rainfall. And I'm happy to report that we now are back to 40% good to excellent and 23% poor to very poor. Again, that's not as good as we were in mid-August before we started hitting the heat and the uh, drier conditions across uh, a lot of east, northeastern and central Nebraska. Uh, but again, but those are numbers that are going back in the right direction. I think if we can get some rain uh, across portions of the state early next week, that hopefully should continue the improvement. And again, I just would pay attention to the forecast this weekend for um, not just for the heat, but certainly for the wildfire risk. And uh, start paying closer attention later next week to um, how cool things are expected to get across good portions of the state. Because I do think we will be at a risk for frost or light freeze um, as we head into the certainly the higher elevation portions of the state, uh, you know, out in western Nebraska, uh, maybe even in northeastern Nebraska as well. I do. I would probably say at this point that I am uh, a little skeptical having any frost or freezes um, in the Omaha, Omaha to Lincoln metro areas. But again, we can't rule anything out and have to just kind of see where things go. Um, but again, I think that about wraps it up. And that concludes the uh, weekly weather update and outlook for the week ending September 30th, 2023. <music>